Yo, so y'all look, um, y'all know that about the Derek Jackson thing, right? The uh, the guy who was the relationship guru that he got the lady wound up getting his mistress pregnant. Yeah. Um, and he is, you know, he spawned a lot of controversy. And his woman, the the wife, she stood by him like she was like. Right next to him, holding his hand, saying that it was the devil, saying that they're not. She's not gonna leave because <laughs> she's she's not gonna leave because it uh it she didn't want Satan to win. Okay. So I mean, what get? Have y'all heard about it? Yeah, we heard about it. Yeah, but not too deep. Yeah. Not too deep. Not too deep. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think about? The her standing by him, you think that was the Christian thing to do? Yeah, I, I think that was the Christian thing to do, which is sometimes not always. <laughs> not the smartest thing to do, um, because <laughs> I think a lot of Christian women settle for that. That's the norm for them, and that is kind of weird. You think Christianity or church teaches you how to be cheated on, Camelia? I do because first of all, they teach the wife to be submissive, right? Right. So in order to, if you submissive, then you gonna take it. You know, whatever your husband tell you or whatever he decide to do is right because he's the man, he's the head. That's <laughs> we're taught, do. yeah. That's why we're ta- how we're taught. We're indoctrinated mm-hmm. that in order to be good Christian women, um, that we have to endure long suffering. And I remember even this movie called The War Room, mm-hmm. where if your husband was cheating on you, it told you pretty much to write down for him to stop cheating and go and put it on a on a um, sticky note in your closet. Queen. No, really. It would tell you to put the... Listen, the movie was the lady had a bunch of sticky notes, and she was like... God, stop him from cheating. Stop him from doing this. Stop him from spending money with other women. Stop him. From... She put it all in the war room, quote unquote war room. It was in the closet, and mm-hmm. she would go in the morning and pray. And eventually, he stopped cheating, wow. and he, you know, c- committed himself to Christ. And like this is this was the movie. I forgot the name of the movie, mm. but anyway, this is what was taught to as Christian women, as mm-hmm. Christian wives, that um, it's. Also, uh, scripture, um, you know, the chaste wife wins the unbelieving husband. Mm. So it teaches you, like, yo, you know what I mean? Now, Queen, hold on, folks. Those of us, even me who don't know the the definition of the word, um, the way that you describe the woman. Chaste? Yeah. (laughs) Means, okay, so back in the day, there was this... (laughs) The idea of chaste is for somebody to um, be totally dedicated sexually um, to to God, mm. and 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 not to have you know to be chaste is to. As a matter of fact, in medieval times they had uh, metal panties, mm-hmm. and they would lock they would have locks on the panties, uh-huh. and it was called a chastity belt. Uh-huh. And so, chaste is this idea that, you know, nobody can touch you. You're te- dedicated to God. <laughs> and so, the chaste wife wins over the unbelieving husband. It just pretty much says if you're dedicated to him and you just 
are just totally sexually dedicated to him, you just lift him up and think positive thoughts and pray constantly, then that will win him over. He will become, he will have different behavior. Mm. And that is what's taught as Christian women. You know what I mean? So do you think that promotes men cheating? Or do you think it's more so just having uh, the position in the church and having all these people look up to you that stops you from showing who you are sexually? Mm. Um, I think it's uh, a little bit of both. I think it more so um, makes cheating more accept, makes you feel like you, you're forced to accept what's going on mm-hmm. to the point where it becomes a norm for you. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of, you got, we got to remember a lot of, you know, our parents, our grandparents, they didn't work. A lot of the grandmothers didn't work. So they really didn't know how to do much without the man. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times they would have no choice but to accept it because like he the breadwinner, right. you know. Right. We have nothing else. What the fuck gonna do? Yeah, back then, you know, the side piece she knew her place. Madeira stayed right around the corner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Come on. We knew nothing about it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Because right. everybody knew their place, and Granddaddy took care of both families. What you say? Everybody knew they what? They place. Everybody knew they place. So you, you were. This indicates that there is somehow a role of respectability to being a side piece or a mistress. Like, is you know, there's rules to this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So is there? Um, you do you see that as an ethical? Um, position to take if you are, say, the side piece? Mm, no. I'm going to just speak on myself. Okay, so I'm single. I'm free. It's all get out. I don't belong to nobody but my children and, you know, whoever else got me, walk with me, whatever you want to say. Um, but if a man comes to me and he married and he want to, you know, do whatever, I say, is your wife cool with it? You know what I'm saying? Even if, I don't mean to put myself out there, but even if it would be a female and they say, you know, what's up? Is your husband okay with that? If they not, I can't do it. You know? Oh, wow. That's a new spin. That's a good one. I can't do it. But if they down, hey. So you, so you saying, um, that deals with the, Permission. So you're saying that a, a person can actually give somebody permission. Is that is is that um, what people are doing? Yeah, sometimes. I think now people are more open, are becoming more open with their sexuality. It, it, it's pros and cons to that game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like T.I. and Tiny. Like T.I. and Tiny. <laughs> or like... Everybody talking about Lil Nas X now. What's going on with Lil Nas X? He, he made the video with... Um, he made a video, and it was like him in hell. And he, he was oh, like where he devil. descends down into hell on a stripper pole and starts giving the uh-huh. devil a lap dance? Yeah. Yo, stop. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, Lil Nas X, the same one that was go down, go down road. The one that all of the kids like. The one that all of the little three-year-old and four-year-old kids like. So yeah. now they're loving Lil Nas. So Lil Nas X. Right. So now Lil Nas X <clears throat> just have a new video where he's in drag the whole video. He he's he dies, he's getting ready to go to heaven and God changes God's mind, I guess. And he then descends down into a stripper pole and starts giving the devil a lap dance, then snaps the devil's neck, takes the devil's horns and becomes the devil. Ah! 
the climax, now he's the king of hell. <laughs> but he had a message behind What was the message? His message was to, from what I saw, the it message was, the message. was yeah, his message, his, the reason behind the video was because he felt like Christians throw homosexuality down homosexual stroke like you're going to hell you're going to hell so he basically was saying if i'm gonna go to hell oh. then basically i'm gonna make the best of this oh, oh wow yeah. oh wow that's so it was deep, deep. yeah, it was <laughs> yeah deep. that's it was deep i didn't know that so pretty much lil nas x is making a critique against the church Oh wow! So he's so so. I'm gonna that. What any response to that? I don't know what to say. I'm blown <laughs> because and there's a lot of truth to it. Though I respect it. There's a lot of truth to it, and and I for one, you know, I do a lot of visual protest as I call it. Right. You know, there's a lot of you know for shock value to add to um, the disturbance of the inertia and the acceptance of the status quo and the acculturation to the toxic norm. Come on. You know shout, out, shout out to Leandria Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to shout out to Leandria Johnson. You know, you know. And so um, you know, since we have to do things visually that make a point and shock people, that was definitely a move. It was a move. That was a move. And I, so, I didn't I agree with the image as a whole, but his message behind it, I respect his yeah. message behind it. So now, in order for the me- in order for the message to and see, this is something I'm faced with as well. In order for the message to become louder than the shock value, mm. you have to follow up on that. Like he has to have conversation about it. He has to instead of taking this position of I'm, I'm I ain't none of y'all cheer role model. Yeah. Like, look, dude, you just. You was that you was that role model when you was getting all of them that, that money. Come on, you was that role model when you was the whole town road, and yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. So you can't just d- neglect the people at this point. You right. know you're gonna have to follow that up with, hey, this is the reason why I did it, and you don't have to go on a strong campaign <clears throat> of education and awareness. Now that you've gotten our attention, right? Oh, <laughs> yeah. so do you think that the mistress? Um, do you think that? In, in, for people in leadership, particularly, um, let's say, religious leadership, where it's restricted. Because oh, even with Lil Nas X, it's restricted what he can do because of his audience. As a religious leader, a spiritual leader, many times, and you know this because you're a spiritual leader, you're a yoga, you know, a comedic yoga uh, instructor guru, and you are a spiritual leader. You know, you teach people to align their bodies with their, and, and enlighten their spirits. So, do you think that there is a certain restriction that um, you have to abide by when you're in the public eye? And then, if so, how do you offset that? Because we see a lot of spiritual leaders, they offset that in, in a, a lot of different ways. They offset it sexually. Mm. You know what I mean? It comes out a different way. So how do you, how do you offset being a spiritual leader um, wow. And taking on the responsibility of okay, I'm gonna be what y'all expect me to be. No, no, I don't do that. You don't do that. Mm-mm. I just be myself. You know, I treat people the way I want to be treated. Mm-hmm. And and I have the head to embed into my mind that everybody not gonna like me, everybody not gonna buy with me. So and that's fine. Who comes my way is supposed to come to me. If they ain't no good, they'll go away. That's 
Mm-hmm. I, I don't be trying to impress nobody. I just be myself. Yeah. And that's it, you know. So what if you're paying for the role, though? Like, you got to think about it. You have positions, these pastoral positions, these guru positions. Yeah. People paying you six figures and seven figures to... I mean, not, and not that that should be a criteria, you know what I mean? Right. But if they're paying you a lot of money to fulfill this role, do you, do you think that... Um, that plays into the part where we see all of these spiritual leaders and all of these gurus and all of these people kind of having a, a double life? Mm. I, I, I think with, with a lot of the preachers, for one, I think that a lot of us now, we pay too much attention to somebody, to other people's business. Come on. You know? Wait. Wait. <laughs> we back up. <laughs> yeah, I think we, we pay too much attention to right. it. I feel like... That shouldn't be, we shouldn't necessarily mm, judge a person as a whole by that experience. You know <laughs> so I feel, and if they do, if that's the lifestyle that y'all choose to live and it becomes open or if, and honestly. Because it, it always open. becomes open. It that's should, the thing. Open. It's always, even if it's at your demise, or, you know what I mean? Right. Or it's, it's your elevation. You, elevation right. It's going to come and open. So right. you're saying. Just educate people on that. Yeah. And don't shun people in the church. Don't feel like you have to talk down about it. But right. you know you live it. Right. You know, just, you know, be real about what you do. It's hard. It's hard, though. It's hard, though, when you're in a, a position of spiritual leadership and the people. Here's the thing. There are three aspects to relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, um, <laughs> <laughs> operational spiritual and social mm-hmm. and and we in every relationship there is this expectation of what you're going to provide for me in each of them we don't talk about them so they're unspoken expectations mm-hmm. however when you are in a position of leadership the unspoken expectation for you to make socially for you to make that group of people that follow you look a certain way is very much enforced. Mm-hmm. And so you either hide who you are or totally um, dichotomize yourself from mm-hmm. who you are. Or you know, cut yourself up and, and just not be that person for the sake of the group. Come on, wait. This takes it back to your whole topic of people being cheated on, you know what I'm saying, and accepting it because you don't be yourself anymore, you know. That's deep. You turn into what that person is. Yeah, you know? that's deep. In relationships, you do, though. The two yeah. become one. Yeah. So you, you turn you into who you are. You have to remember who you are. You yeah. have to remember who you are. And they have to remember who you are. Who they are, you be two separate people, but come together as one. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and see, with so much cheating and all that happening... I know that it's the ego involved and, and there's also health involved, but we should be as at this point, we should be more open about it. Yeah. Like we should we should be able to you know what I'm saying? It's twenty twenty one. We should be able to be in relationship. Um and, and and our egos not be so fragile. Oh my goodness. I'm you know what I mean? I'm still working on it. We're working if, on because, it. Because here's the thing. And I'm not, I'm not blaming anything on the victim. I promise you I'm not. But here's the thing. If, say a man or even a woman, let's flip it. Let's say if a woman, if Sister Derek Jackson, I forgot her name. If she were to be able to come to him and say, sweetheart, I've had an indiscrepancy. <laughs> you know, I, um, I, I've slept with someone such, such, you know, just the pressures of the marriage and da, 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 da. This is just what I did. I don't know why I'm coping like this, but, you know, we need to talk about it. 
If she's able to do that and do it in safe space and him not say, oh, you you make me look bad. I'm out. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think she should be able to um, provide him that same. And I don't know the inside of their relationship. Right. But I'm saying that we as couples should be able to be more open and honest about who we are and bring our whole selves to the table. Yeah. Huh. I agree. Yeah, so bottom line, what do you guys think? Is cheating a reason to, to leave? Um, it, if you feel like it's going to take you some time to get over the situation, then take your time. I, I hate when people put themselves, I've done this before, put myself in a situation thinking, okay, you know, it's going to get better with time put us together. And mo- a lot of times, man, y'all just going to get annoyed with one another. Mm. You know, because you're going to have to keep hearing it. Mm. Over and over again, you know, the smallest yeah. argument is going to turn into that argument three months ago. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. And it's going to make the situation worse. If the core of it is not taken care of. Right. Mm. So, yes. first, I feel like, you know, you have to love another person in their own love language as well. That's deep. A lot of us, you know, we love people from what we know love is, you know, mm-hmm. but. Like me, I, it's, I'm a type of person where, like, you know, some people might find going to Ruth Chris is like a romantic date. I'm the type, you fix me a bowl of my favorite cereal, which is Raisin Bran. Oh, okay. <laughs> pretty good, man. You fix me a, bo- a bowl the of Raisin Bran. The crunchy kind or the regular Raisin Bran? <laughs> Both. Both. Mix them. I was All raised right. by a, 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 my great grandma, so, you know, I, I, I'm old school, but. Okay. <laughs> That's what's up, though. I, I feel you. Like, yeah. the, Right. Because me, I, I don't take much. I, you fix me a bowl of cereal and turn on the cartoons for me. Okay. And that's romantic for me. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. So I think we have to learn that. And if that's what people like, have to accept the fact that that's what they like. Mm-hmm. Now, I need to make the decision. Do I want to continue to do this? Or, and, and you know what I'm saying? Because maybe this is what I like. Right. You know, or am I just going to leave it alone? And that's okay, too. Mm-hmm. But And I think when people get that type of mindset people will be more comfortable coming mm-hmm. out just like when you talk about people you know like when you get on the subject of hiv and aids Uh-oh. Mm, and a lot of mean? people don't like to tell people that, you know their status but it's because mm-hmm. of how society looks at them mm-hmm. so once society changes its mind on it yeah. which I, it, it's so funny to me how people, but see this the thing you mm-hmm. you in saying that mm-hmm. people you don't tell people you can't because of the way society looks at it, you of course if you're having sex with somebody, you, you know you have a romantic relationship with somebody, you kissing them even, right. you know you owe it to them to, to tell, tell them. Mm-hmm. But um, at what point? Mm-hmm. I feel like as soon as I feel like as soon as you realize it's probably gonna get serious for either mm-hmm. one of y'all, mm-hmm. I think you should go ahead. That's you know I've had friends that have that consideration and and um. The question is always the same. Um, if they're in a large city, you know, it's more, okay, this is our whatever date. I think I'm going to say something. Mm-hmm. But if it's small city, brothers, or it's a, they're not, they're a whole lot less, you know, right. open. Right. And um, so do you think that that's even a part of... Um, the reason why people stay so that they don't because there's so much out there. Yeah, I I do I play I think that plays a factor too. Um, it's kind of like you get like a lot of times with us we we, we go it's easier to go back to an ex because you know what's going on. You right. Know? And I think the that's devil we do know versus the devil we don't know. Right. And I think right. that's just how it is. You just feel like I already know what's gonna go on with this. 
it's too much going on out there. Mm-hmm. And so let me just, because it could always be worse. It could better. always be worse. Yeah. Yeah. And once you're comfortable, you're comfortable. You're comfortable. Yeah, that comfort, yeah, that comfort level. So, so there we go. With, with the last being, then we were talking about the the ethics, uh, the morality of the side person. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that it is uh, a morality in? Um, the side person, there is there a code of conduct, you think? It's like a rule, set of rules? Um, I think I think there used to be. And I think that <laughs> when social media and people, you know what I'm saying? I think social media messed the game up in that area. But I definitely think it used to be. Um, and I think it should be. I feel like once you accept that, once if you know what you're getting yourself into, you should play the game. Like, how, play the game how it goes. Yeah, play the game how it goes. Right, right. And I also have a, um, I agree, because I also have this idea that biblically, you know, you had concubines. And they, there was a particular role, even um, though in society now, because it's so shunned, the concubines don't work alongside the wife, but in a spiritual sense, in a psychological sense, they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether that's, that side person be a male or a female, you know, um, or man or woman or whether it's the husband or the wife, all of it, um, because of the double standard, is shunned if the woman steps outside. Uh, do you think that there is a heavier weight if it were, say, Sister Jackson, Miss Jackson? Do you think that um, he would be under the pressure to leave her in the same way that she's under the pressure to leave him? Yeah. You think it would be the same or worse? I think it would be way worse for her. <laughs> I know as a man, <laughs> one thing about this, they don't take us one time to get our heart broke. So if even if the pressure doesn't make him want to leave her, he's just going to be hurt enough to want to leave her. You know? mm-hmm. it, it is a little different when we get a taste of our own medicine. That is so true. Yeah, and um, I don't know why. Well, well, it's like we were talking about with um, the expectations of the relationship. You know, he can, because, socially, because of the acceptance and promotion of promiscuity for men, then he can have a discretion. Even though he's a relationship guru, he can still be a man. And he's just, oh, he's a dog because of what he said about other men that are doing it. Mm-hmm. But he's, he can still be forgiven. Um, with her, I I think that uh, you're, you're exactly right. Yeah. It would be it would be a lot harder, and and thus not just her specifically, but all of the hers, you know, all of the women, all the Jada Pinkett's per, per se. Yeah. Because like she was absolutely crucified. Right. People are still looking sideways at Will. Yeah. Like ooh, he, you know. Yeah. Tupac dodged a bullet. You know what I mean? I seen, I seen them kind of memes. You know what I mean? What I mean? You know what, I mean? what, I mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> that Tupac joke. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, you know, when Jada Pinkett did it, it was, it was the kind of you know the worst thing that could ever be done. Right. Um. Then, but when he did it. I think because he's always speaking against it and and that he's he has a baby with the lady outside, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
and he exploited his wife by going on um, the social media and you know let making her say her side. I support him in a, in a bonnet and all of this and a black bonnet that she need to be sleeping in at night and not let nobody see. Right. You know, um, <laughs> all of this had to happen in order for it to be equal. Right. You know what I mean? All of that. He had to do all of those violations for it to be seen as oh he wrong Jada that one indiscretion that we know about saying okay it was a hard time we had already broke up I mean all this stuff but it still looked at as and she's crucified yeah so that just speaks to um, the double standard oh yeah Mm -hmm. so Camilla what do you think I mean is it um, do you think that it's a nay or a yay it's cheating up evenly Mm -hmm. okay so um, it depends on the situation. If there is a couple and they have an agreement that, you know, they can do what they choose mm-hmm. as long as, you know, it's respectful and um, the other person is okay with it. Yeah. You know, that's okay. But however, if you're in a relationship and both of y'all like, you, we don't do this, like we are together and no one else is in a relationship, mm-hmm. then if that's y'all agreement... You need to honor your agreement. Right, you honor your agreement. Then, yeah, I leave. You know, that's the reason to leave. Yeah. If you have an agreement that there's no one else. I got you. Mm-hmm. I got you. Because you broke your agreement. Yeah. You broke agreement. I'm with it. That's what's yeah. up. I think people, too, have to also realize that um, just about everybody have their own definition of respect. So just like she was saying, like if a husband, if a husband and a wife have that agreement within within their own union, mm-hmm. like this is what we do, you know, mm-hmm. we have limitations on this. Mm-hmm. I feel like if it works for them, why would it be a problem for anybody? Exactly, else? exactly. Yeah. And see, th- and this is why unspoken expectations need to become expectations. Um, so socially. We, as a couple or a a triple couple, or <laughs> a triple cut an apple yeah. pie, a triple couple, you know, um, a, a triad, whatever it is that we are, um, we need to make certain that the expectations, the unspoken expectations for how we want to be perceived socially, um, how this person is affecting us operationally. And then most important, <laughs> the fulfillment of our purpose spiritually. So as long as those things are identified up front, then you'll be able to kind of handle anything. Aww. You know. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for having the conversation. Sex in the church. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. And next week, we have a very, very special, special guest. So we want you to tune in. Talk to you soon. Peace. Peace.